Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. Stand up for your country and thank you for watching. I don't think I say that enough. We really appreciate everybody watching across the world and listening on the radio and all that. Uh, the befuddlement of President Biden. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points Memo. So yesterday, Mr. Biden met with 30 governors at the White House. Uh, They talked about COVID and other things. They had a nice lunch. Uh, There is such a thing as a free lunch if you're elected to office, so keep that in mind. And after the meeting took place, President Biden said this. But having said that, why don't I stop and uh, take any questions you all may have? And they tell me I'm supposed to call on Governor Cox first. Great. I think we'll have So did you process that? President of the United States says, quote, why don't I stop and take any questions you all may have? Okay. And then his staff throws all the reporters out of the room. And he sits there with a grin on his face. Is that strange? I believe it's strange. If the president of the United States says, I will take questions, the staff doesn't run in and throw the questioners out. That has never happened in my lifetime. I have never seen that before, yet it wasn't, and even Fox News didn't zero in on it. And I'm going, wait, wait. And for your information, Governor Cox is Spencer Cox of Utah. All right, so he wanted um, to call on Governor Cox, who didn't get called on because the staff threw everybody out of the room. So you all, he's looking right in at the press corps, means you all. So when I saw this, I I had to watch it two or three times to figure out what was going on. I think I have. Okay, so Joe Biden is not in charge. I think that's obvious from his policies and his demeanor and what happened. He's not in charge. Another president would have said, hold it. Wait a minute, I'm going to take some questions, and I think uh, Governor Cox has a question, then we'll take some of your questions, okay, which is what Biden did, but then when his staff ran in and threw everybody out, he stood there with this ridiculous grin on his face. Like, what is this? Um, So this is a bit personal, and I'm sorry that I'm I'm going to say this, um, but I went through this with my mother. And she um, passed in her 90s, but for about eight years, she, she didn't have much quality of life. It wasn't that she had dementia in the sense that she didn't know what was happening around her, but she wasn't able to understand it. So when I came in, and I often went back to my Levittown home, 
uh, where I grew up because she wanted to stay there. I would have moved her anywhere she wanted, but she didn't want to leave because she knows everybody in the neighborhood. Okay. When I went in, she would know it was me, but she didn't know what day it was or why I was there or, you know, I'd say, hey, mom, you know, da, 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 da. And that went on for a while and it got progressively worse. At the end, before she passed, she couldn't really speak. She couldn't articulate thoughts. So I saw this, and I, I know millions of you did too, uh, with your elderly parents. Now, is Joe Biden in that circumstance? Not yet, but he's going there, okay? Listen, I studied Ronald Reagan. If you wanna read the best, most honest account of Ronald Reagan's presidency, okay, killing Reagan. And I know that there was a time when Ronald Reagan, after he was shot and nearly killed, was out of it. And his advisors knew it. And I'm telling you tonight that Jill Biden knows, and she is the whisperer in the White House. Jill Biden knows, and his staff knows. I mean, can you imagine if I, your humble correspondent, was in a forum where I said, okay, I'm going to take some questions, and my staff ran in and threw everybody out? Can you imagine? That could never happen. If I say I'm going to take questions, I'm damn well going to take questions. And nobody in my staff would dare do that. Not that I'm a martinet, word of the day, but it just wouldn't happen. But in the White House now, whatever Joe Biden says really doesn't matter. And you know where it really turned? Two weeks ago with that two-hour press conference. That was a disaster, and the White House staff knows it. So now there are new rules for Mr. Biden. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Okay? So I, I, I don't know about you, but uh, as an American, we, we got a problem here. So the schedule today had one thing uh, President Biden did. 145, he met with uh, Dick Durbin and Chuck Grassley. Uh, the Senate Judiciary Chairs, about the Supreme Court vacancy. That's it. So every day we give you his Joe Biden schedule, there's nothing ever on it. I mean, they sit there, they come in, maybe they have a little chow, you know. Oh, yeah. That's all. That's all that's on a schedule the whole day. Okay. The border situation. Here's another perfect example of how befuddled, all right, and out of it, Joe Biden really is. So yesterday, he did talk to the governors, obviously the border state governors. What This open border thing is killing us. It's killing us. Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, California. Now, California doesn't care because it wants open borders, but the, rest, the other three states do. They don't have the budget to deal with this madness. So here's what President Biden said about the open borders. Go. I think one of the fundamental things we got to do, in addition to some of the changes we'll make, we don't get into today, but is that if we figure out why they're leaving in the first place, it's not like people sit around and say in, uh, in Guadalajara, I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have, give it to a coyote, take us across the border, leave us in a desert, and a country doesn't want us, we don't speak the language. Won't that be fun? Bill, he wants to figure out why. 
why the migrants are coming here. Everyone on earth other than Joe Biden knows why. This is a better country than Honduras or El Salvador or Nicaragua or Uganda or Haiti. On and on you fill in the country. It's a better place here in America because there's opportunity here. There is freedom here. And in the other countries, there isn't much opportunity. And with drug gangs running Central America now, all right, there's no safety, no public safety. That's why they're coming. So we don't need a symposium. We don't need uh, Kamala Harris doing a 20-page paper on the root causes. It's a better country here. And people are willing to risk their lives. And they, that's what these poor migrants are doing to get here. And with our open borders, millions and millions and millions of foreign nationals are coming here. And Biden has no idea, none. Well, I wonder why they're coming here. This is frightening. This isn't bad policy. This is frightening. And as I said, there was a mutiny among Border Patrol in El Paso when uh, one of the Homeland Security guys went down there from Washington. They're going, hey, you're letting criminal aliens in here. You're flying them all over the country. Criminal aliens. This is the Border Patrol telling the Washington pinhead. We have it on tape. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, now I get a lot of mail about the Convention of States, okay? This is a right-wing thing. So if you get 34 states to sign on, there has to be a convention of all 50 states, okay? And at that convention, you can ratify the Constitution. You can eliminate an amendment or you can add an amendment. You would have to do that first before it goes to Congress for two-thirds in the House and the Senate. That's how amendments get ratified. So this, con this uh, convention of states is a movement. 17 states have signed on to yesterday, Nebraska and Wisconsin. And basically what it is is the states want fiscal restraints on the federal government because they fear that the economy is going to collapse 
with all the trillions of dollars in spending. All right. To remind you, the national debt is now about $30 trillion, expected to rise to 33 in the next couple of years. This is unsustainable. We can't pay it back. And if you continue to print money to meet your interest obligations, say you buy a U.S. savings bond, as millions of people do, the government has to pay interest on that. And if you continue to print money to meet that obligation, you're going to destroy the dollar. And that's what people are worried about. Not Joe Biden, because he couldn't possibly grasp this. And I'm not saying that in a condescending way. I feel sorry for the man, but I feel more sorry for the country. All right. So will that convention of states happen? They got 17. They need 34. I don't think it's going to happen because the blue states aren't going to sign on. Okay, last year, a record number of Americans quit their jobs. All right. Mostly COVID, but other chaos, too. Forty seven million were voluntary quits. They weren't laid off. They weren't threatened. They just said, I had enough. Okay, I've had enough. 47 million. So in December, just a month ago, 4.3 million Americans quit. In November, 4.5 million. The result is there are 10 million vacant jobs. Can't, can't fill them. People can't get work, labor. Now, that's a good reason to overhaul the immigration law and make it easier for people to come here legally with green cards so they can work because we got 10 million Jobs we can't fill. So I cast around for a very smart economics guy. And frighteningly, the man who popped into my mind is joining us now from New Jersey. You may know him. His name is Lou Dobbs, and he is the host of the great America show with Lou Dobbs. It's a podcast on loudobbs.com. So is it really great this podcast Dobbs is it really great I, those are the words I use all the time so it must be true it's uh it's really great and it's okay. great to be with you Bill nice to see you again Lou you're okay you look good um as good as you good. can as good as you can look I mean you know but well uh, yeah there are limits yes I've but you're doing well and uh I'm happy to have you on the no spin news and I want to talk some economics and then we'll talk some media so should, okay. uh, should the government be worried that there's 10 million vacant jobs, or does it matter? Well, not to the government. Uh, the government right now can't do much more. I mean, think about where we are. We've got $8.5 trillion on the balance sheet of the Fed. Uh, we've got a deficit uh, that's over a, a billion dollars. Uh, this year, we're going to have another I think it's a tr trillion. Isn't it over a trillion-dollar deficit or billion? Yeah. Is it a B or, or a T? I, did I say billion? I meant yeah. trillion. Okay. Uh, and we're looking at two trillion uh, for the next year and a half as well. Uh, we're on our way, as you pointed out, to, uh, to $33 trillion in debt on, a, on an economy that is, uh, by the way, that'll make us larger than our economy and our debt. Uh, and and it's, it's just, it's, as you said, unsustainable. And there's no secret about it. Even, even Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, has to be able to convey that reality to, to Joe Biden, but apparently no, not, not because that's he, not, wants, no. he wants $5 trillion worth of infrastructure. We're going to spend so more far. money, more money, and more money. Okay. 
But I, I'm ready about the folks now. So you got okay. $10 trillion, so anybody who wants to work can work. Uh, wages are rising very, very fast, yeah. right? $1.33 in one year on average. The average wage is $31 an hour, which is pretty damn good, all right? That's right. So w- wages are doing well, and, and that's what the Biden administration is pointing to. The economy is go, 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 go. Now, they don't talk a lot about inflation. That eats up most of the wages. But how do you balance that? The, the balance and point of fact right now is in favor of labor without question. And by the way, it's overdue. We went through 25 years, Bill, in this country where wages uh, are, were stagnant. Uh, 25 years for the middle class and those immediately uh, uh, trying to work into the middle class. Uh, and we are looking at a really a solution to a huge problem. And that is a lack of equity in our uh, income uh, for wages, primarily uh, in, in the workforce. And that's and that is working through. This is an economy, a market that's actually doing what it should. Now, there has to be a point at which we get to equilibrium, uh, as the economists like to call it. Now, where is that? Is that a year from now, two years? Uh, but meanwhile, we have another issue, which is the senior citizens in this country who are living uh, in part on their Social Security, uh, who have investments uh, that are being depreciated because of high inflation. So that, too, is going to have to to be watched. But the truth is, there's not much we can do, our Fed, our Treasury Department, or the Congress, because we're now caught in something of an inflation trap. How would Lou Dobbs solve inflation or at least bring it down? Well, the first thing to do is to get the Fed uh, to throttle back a bit. Uh, They're saying they're going to do it for interest rate hikes, but the fact is that that'll result in a lot of people being dislocated. Jobs will be uh, fewer uh, rather than uh, animated and vigorous and growing, which is where we really do want the economy. The, The difficulty here is coming up with something that doesn't hurt the American working man and woman and their families. And that should be the first priority for Biden, but it isn't. No, because be the he does. They don't understand economics. Now, when I was out on the road with Donald Trump yep. on the history tour, you may have heard about it. I did. He said that the inflation was ignited as soon as Biden attacked the fossil fuel industry and lessened how much energy we harvested in America. As mm-hmm. soon as that happened, all prices went up. So it seems to me if you reinstituted what you had under Trump in a free flow of fossil fuels, so there was plenty of energy in America, that would bring inflation down drastically. Or am I wrong? Uh, well, you're partially right, is the way I'd prefer to put it. Uh, not partially wrong, partially right. Inflation is caused by higher prices across the board. Energy affects 55% of the economy. When those prices rise, uh, as they have, they're going to have broad influence. But just simply reducing energy prices, while a good idea, and I would be all for that, uh, it's not going to solve the problem because it's fundamentally a monetary problem. It is fundamentally too much money in the system uh, and primarily in the financial markets right now. And that's because the government printed too much money. Exactly. You know, to be honest, the Trump administration spent an enormous amount of money, he says he had to, to rebuild the military on and on. Okay. Um, so what about the media, Dobbs? I mean, you, you and I have been around 
probably since the War of 1812. So we've seen the evolution about right. yeah, of, of the media in, in America. And I, uh, I think it's, it's low ebb uh, that yeah. it's ever been. I, I, I can't depend on any information coming out of cable or network news. It's all ideological driven now. Mm-hmm. You don't get, I mean, even 60 Minutes that I used to watch, I don't watch it anymore because I don't trust it anymore. How do you see the thing? Yeah, by the way, 60 Minutes I haven't trusted for a very long time. And, and you're right about the media. And this is a, a statistic uh, that is an approximation. But of the six uh, primary sources of information in this country, they're owned by corporations, vast yes. corporations, Comcast, yes. NBC, AT&T, CNN, uh, Jeff Bezos, the Washington Post, and, and the list goes on. It is a huge corporate uh, oligopoly. And that means very simply that the news that is coming out is exactly what's decided upon in those boardrooms. No one should kid but around that about it. That didn't used to happen. When you and no, I were at, at Fox, nobody ever told me what to do or what to say or to spin yep. something this way. I didn't go to any of their dopey meetings. They had the meeting every morning. I'd never go. I didn't care what they were doing or saying. I didn't you know? even know about the meetings. Well, they don't like you or they didn't like you. So they didn't want well, you. I, I think they've made that clear. Well, there were donuts uh, or whatever. But anyway, now you're right, and you miss Disney. They're the worst, Disney. Um, so ABC they're, they, News. They're basically telling their commentators and reporters what to do. And if you don't do it, then you're doing a podcast. I mean, that's pretty much it, right? A- ABC News famously spiked, spiked the, uh, the Epstein, the Jeffrey Epstein scandal, for crying out loud. Uh, it, it's, it goes on and on, and it happens in every one of those uh, corporate uh, news organizations. And they try to pretend now that they're not uh, something quite different than the way you and I uh, worked uh, and, and lived in, in those environments. Uh, this, is, this is really corporate America and yep. oligarchs driving news content and, it, and, so and deciding corrupt. what people will know. Right, and Americans don't know now what to believe or anything like that. Final question. Um, do you do the podcast? How often do you do it? We're doing it four times a week uh, and we will be going to five, uh, I think within the next two weeks. All right. So if people want to watch it, it's ludobs.com, right? That's where they go. And, and the Great America Show on podcast platforms everywhere. Okay, so I want everybody to sample the Great America Show with Lou Dobbs and then write to me Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, and tell me if it's great, okay? So I'll, I'll, I'll form my own opinion on its greatness, but I want You're the folks to You're going to form your own in. opinion? Yeah, You're form I know, that's, opinion? That, that's a shock, isn't it? You've but what I'm going to do is when the people watch your podcast and then they critique it to me, I'm bringing you back and reading you the critiques. Uh, Oh, that's going to be, I'll be bathing in that, uh, your plaudits. And, uh, <laughs> All right. All right, LouDobbs.com. Good to see you, Lou. I'm glad you're doing well. Great Thanks for you. helping us out. Okay. You too, Bill. Thanks so much. Whoopi Goldberg's in trouble. Um, so there was a discussion on The View, I don't watch The View, about this book, Mouse, M-A-U-S. So this is a graphic novel that depicts the horrors of the Holocaust. 
And they were kicking it around because Tennessee has banned the book, M-A-U-S, Mouse. And then they said, no, 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 you shouldn't ban it. But, you know, everybody should have their own opinion. And then Ms. Goldberg said this. Well, also, if you're going to do this, then let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No, it's well, not about maybe race. Maybe ethnicity. It, yeah, no, it's Jews about a different it, race. But it's it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. <laughs> no, that's not what it's about. It's about race. Okay. So if Whoopi Goldberg were conservative, Disney would have fired her on the spot. I think we all know that, all right? She would have been canceled. She would have been vilified. The ADL um, would have come after her. It would have been an awful experience for Whoopi Goldberg. She got pounded and she then apologized, okay? Quote, I said the Holocaust is not about race, but about man's inhumanity to man. I should have said it's about both. That was the apology, okay. Now, I know Whoopi Goldberg. She's not a racist. She's about the furthest thing from a racist you could possibly get. She doesn't have animus toward any groups, um, in my humble opinion. But she doesn't know anything. See, this is the problem on that whole show. They don't know anything. So you may have read my book, Killing the SS, all right? This is, I think, the best book to explain how the Holocaust evolved, all right? In an unemotional, historical, fact-based, here it is, here's what happened. And it was certainly about race. So Adolf Hitler and his thugs understood the only way to get power in Germany was to create grievance. Where have we heard that before? They had to create grievance among the German people in the 1930s. So they created the Jewish question. The Jews were communists. They had all the money. They were not loyal Germans. They were subhuman, whatever they would say. And they said it all. Okay. Many German people bought into that grievance. Many, probably most, it's impossible to calibrate, but from there, the horrifying Nazi hierarchy, Heinrich Himmler, Reinhard Hedrich, these people who you will learn about in Killing the SS, okay, basically fashioned, well, we're going to kill them. We're going to exterminate them because they're subhuman. And we'll throw in a gaze. We'll throw in the gypsies. We'll throw in the communists, whoever. We're going to throw them all in. We're going to kill them all. Okay, because we can. We're pagans. We don't believe in any God. There's no God in the Third Reich or the Nazis at all. Okay, so we're the superior race. We're going to kill the lesser race. It was about race, Ms. Goldberg. Hitler was peddling the master race. That was his whole thing. But Whoopi Goldberg shouldn't be fired. I'm glad she apologized. But if she were a conservative people, she would have been done. Anne Frank book.
Now, this is another one. So there was a story on 60 Minutes that said Anne Frank, who was killed by the Nazis and her family were betrayed by another Jew in Holland. All right. That story took up the whole hour of 60 Minutes. It came from a book. All right. That was published in January, The Betrayal of Anne Frank. And it said that this man, Arnold Vandenberg, Arnold Vandenberg, betrayed Anne Frank's family and they all got clobbered by the Nazis. Well, it turns out that this might not be true, even though I got a whole hour on 60 Minutes because the publisher of the book has suspended printing the book saying, we didn't vet the story enough. And this is a bestseller, this book, because if you're on 60 Minutes with a book, I know that better than anybody. I'm killing Jesus on that. Okay? It's going to number one. It went to number three, I think. Um, but it's going to sell big. But this is just to warn you that in this day and age, even if it's on 60 Minutes, even if it's a published book, doesn't mean it's true. And the reason the publisher suspended the book is because the family of the guy says, wait a minute, he didn't do that and provide a documentation. You would think that the family would have been asked beforehand, would you not? I research books. I got 18 million books in print. We never make mistakes like this because we go everywhere. All right. George W. Bush sending money to Liz Cheney, 5800 That's George and Laura. Okay, $5,800 for Cheney's re-election campaign in Wyoming. Lisa Murkowski, W. Kick, 2900 You will remember that both Murkowski and Cheney voted to impeach Donald Trump, who former President Bush despises because of what Trump did to Jeb Bush. Now, Cheney, I think, is going to lose in Wyoming. And Murkowski, I think, is going to lose in Alaska. Cheney, I am ambivalent about. I think she's probably a good congressperson, but she hates Trump. Murkowski's a terrible senator, in my opinion. Terrible. Okay, I'm taking credit for this. Ready? Those of you who watch the No Spin News know that I told you about CalCare, which would have been a takeover of the whole health system in California by Sacramento. They would have run it all. And I said the only way they could afford that was to seize private property of Californians. I think I'm the only one who reported this. Well, CalCare is done, at least for the time being. They suspended it midnight yesterday because they didn't have the votes necessary for passage in the California legislature. All right, I sounded the alarm. California, we have a huge audience there. I said, this passes. They're going to take your property the only way they can finance it. They'll tax what you have, what you, your investments, everything. So it's done. All right, so if you watch the uh, Rams uh, 49ers game, you saw Governor Gavin Newsom, L.A. Mayor Garcetti, and uh, the mayor of San Francisco breed in uh, these luxury boxes, no masks on, throw them up. 
Okay? So the stadium, SoFi Stadium, they have a mandate that you have to wear a mask unless you're eating or drinking. I don't think Magic and, uh, and, Gar- and Newsom are eating and drinking, and there's Breed with Magic. Magic gets around, right? No masks. Now, would I have worn a mask? No. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I would not have worn a mask. But these people are so insufferable in California. Garcetti and Newsom and Breed, so insufferable on the masks and all of this phony business. But they don't do it. This is, what, the 18th time Newsom's been caught? All right. COVID Olympics. Olympics start Friday. Beijing is 12 hours ahead of New York, so what we'll get to see is going to be on tape most of the time. China is reporting 119 COVID cases for athletes already. So this is a debacle already. Okay? Everyone who tests positive, all the athletes, must isolate and receive two negative tests before they get back to competing. 119, that thing hasn't even started yet. And they're all in bubbles. They can't go anywhere. They can't do anything. Now, I was going to do the worst foods for your health. I'm going to do it tomorrow. We have the list here. And they're popular foods. But I don't have time tonight. Um, So the worst foods go tomorrow. Lie of the day. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot maintained that Chicago is the lowest unemployment rate of any American large city. That's false. Okay, Houston, L.A., New York City have lower unemployment rates. So we're doing a lie of the day every day. I'm just bringing up the speed. This day in history, February 1st, 2004, 18 years ago, I was there for the Super Bowl halftime show starring Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. Roll the tape. All right, so there was a wardrobe malfunction there, you'll remember. Um, I didn't see it. I was at the game. Best football game I've ever seen, by the way. All right. Patriots beat Carolina and Houston. Anyway, there's a big controversy in all it is. Did they know it? They do it on purpose. Blah, 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 boom, 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 boom. That happened 18 years ago today. And this year's Super Bowl show is a rap hip hop extravaganza by people who say vile things all the time. Way to go, Roger Goodell. Is Earth, Wind and Fire not available? How about the Doobie Brothers? They're on their 50th with Michael McDonald. Could they not have done this halftime show? No, no, no. Let's get the vile rappers in. Good. Very good. Pinhead. All right. Mail coming up and final thought of the day. Right back. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Got to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Hey, Mikey, if you're going to puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. 
As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on the first TV. Watch the first on DirecTV Channel 347, UVerse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. All right, let's get to the mail. This is John on the message board. The Ellis Hennigan interview will go down as one of your best ever, Bill. Did a great job. He probably thinks he handled you well, but you made him come across a typical left-wing hypocrite. I didn't think so. I I didn't think Ellis is a hypocrite. Ellis is what they call a true believer. Not a hypocrite. Anthony McChrystal, Massapequa, New York. Hey, Bill, by having Ellis Hennigan on, you accomplish your goal of proving how some people will support their party over country, even in the face of utter failure. That is true. Ideologues are not going to blow themselves out of their ideology. That goes for conservatives, too, sometimes. Dean Judice, Mishawaka, Indiana. Bill, why on earth would President Trump make the statement he will pardon the people arrested during the insurrection last year? I'm going to do that story tomorrow. I had to see the full context of what the speech was. So we'll deal with the pardon of the January 6th people tomorrow, along with the bad foods. Bill McDougal, Tom's River, New Jersey. Bill, you forgot to mention another reason players do not kneel for the national anthem. They're in the locker room when it is played. No. In the playoffs, those people were out on the field with the giant flag, with the anthem. No one kneeled. Can I explain why? Money. Scott Hirsch, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In your opinion, Bill, what has Black Lives Matter done to benefit black people? Very little. In my opinion, very little. It's a big scam in my opinion. Deborah Levinson, San Diego. Oh my gosh, loved your segment on low talkers. I am a fourth fourth grade teacher and I'm constantly asking my students to talk louder. I almost want to give up calling on them. Don't. Children are shy and insecure. That's why they talk low. Adults, that's a different story. I didn't know that story before. Drive me nuts. And I say very politely, sir or madam, I can't hear you. Probably my fault, but could you just speak up a little? Okay. Low talkers. Bill, on a message board, with regard to your streaming the Trump O'Reilly tour over President's Day weekend, we're going to be away. What can we do? I'm going to work on that. We may have an archive for premium and concierge members on BillOReilly.com where you can access it after that weekend. That's a little hard to do, but I'm going to work on it. But if you can watch the President's Days, we're giving you five full days to see, um, you know, what happened in those four shows. Joanne Ward, La Crescenta, California, as a second generation California. I know why most of you viewers are from California. You bring sanity and correct information to our politically insane state. Cal care. Yeah. California's got, obviously, the biggest population. That's why most uh, we have the most viewers. And the factor we did, too, interestingly enough. Okay, so um, I'd like you to consider ordering Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists um, from BillOReilly.com. book will be out May 3rd. Um, And we will give you a regret your 2020 vote yet if you pre-order Killing the Killers on BillOReilly.com. 
you can have a lot of fun with this bumper sticker. You can buy a pack of three or as many as you want, but you get one free if you pre-order for us. Okay. And this is a breaking news. I got these back for you. The Stand Up for America mug. Stand Up for Your Country mug. I don't even know my own product. Stand Up for Your Country mug. It's back. Now, these are the mugs that Donald Trump wanted. We gave it to him because that's the kind of people we are. But those are the best mugs made in America you'll ever see. Stand Up for Your Country. Word of the day, do not be a poll troon. One of my favorite words when writing to BillOReilly.com. Back in a moment, the final thought. America is on trial. Join me, Josh Hammer, as we examine the presidential election through the only lens that truly matters, the legal proceedings of Donald Trump and the Biden crime family. This new daily podcast examines breaking news and analyzes the biggest questions facing the country. Can the former president, Donald Trump, get a fair trial? Can Trump be disqualified from the ballot? Can Joe Biden pardon his son, Hunter? Can Trump even pardon himself? We cover all the action every morning. Listen to America on Trial, wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Okay, the final thought today is where you have no accountability, you have anarchy. So if you're a parent and you don't have any rules, kids run wild, right? Okay, in your neighborhood, if the police are not there, the bad guys run. They rule. No accountability for the bad guys. They go out and do bad things. It's not hard. The best book on this subject, Lord of the Flies. If you haven't read it, please read it. Okay? Once accountability breaks down in any section of your life, okay, you have somebody running wild that's close to you, anarchy ensues. That is a problem with criminal justice, with education, with economics, with everything in this, the media. There's no accountability. They say whatever they want and nothing happens to them. Now we have a president of the United States who cannot govern. I mean, I don't know what I have to do to show you the seriousness of that situation. Is there any accountability for him? No. The people elected him. He's there for another three years. Now, could his staff rebel against him? But they won't because he's useful to the progressive movement. Even though he doesn't know what's going on half the time, he's useful to the progressives. He does what they tell him to do. The big villain here is Jill Biden. She knows what's happening. And she is the closest person to the president. You would think she would try to mitigate some of this by bringing in people who aren't crazed ideologues. Now, they're going to get a wake-up call in November. Okay, I can't see anything. But, you know, there are always stuff that happens that you don't foresee. But I can't, at this point, I can't see anything going to save the Democratic Party in November. 
It is so bad, the economy, the crime, the lack of attention to problem solving, the border, just the border alone. It's so bad that people are going to go and they're going to say, no, we may not like the Republicans, but we're not going to sit for this. But I don't even know, even when that wake up call comes, whether you're going to see anything change inside the White House because there is no accountability. Thank you for watching the No Spin News. We'll see you again tomorrow.